Early in the morning, totally devoted. Welcome back to another wonderful episode. I got a real goat in here. <laughs> Mr. Anthony Tome with the greatest of his time, the host of the Keeping Up with the Chaldeans podcast, and so, so, so much more. Thank you so much for joining the show today, my brother. Thanks for having me. That's right. That's right. Wow, we got a big round of applause round for the goat. Big cool. round of applause for the goat. And I just want to say, you're a busy man. I really appreciate you coming through. G, let me get one of those real quick, man. Appreciate it. I really, really do. I appreciate you coming awesome. through. Um, we all know uh, that you have so much going on in your life. So for you to make time for us, man, it really means a lot, man. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. And everybody knows uh, that your one of your main focuses with starting your podcast uh, was shining light on the amazing things that people are doing in our, in, in our community. Um, I got to give you so much credit because, you know, anyone that, that has watched it or seen anything knows there's literally no... I mean, a little bit of benefit to you. You're putting your your mark out there, but, like, you're doing it for everyone else. Like, what motivates you to help others? Well, I get to meet a lot of interesting people, get to see uh, their stories. Um, You know, just my upbringing. You know, my mama taught me well. My daddy taught me well. Uh, You just got to enjoy and embrace your culture and and make sure it stays alive. 100%. And... I'm really happy that you talked about your mother and father because my first question, other than that, which is, you know, we all know he's a humble guy. He's not going to say that we live to give back to people, but we know that's what he's doing it for. Um, What did you want to be when you were growing up? And, like, where did you grow up? Talk to me about your upbringing. So I grew up in uh, Oak Park, Michigan. Okay. And and for for a bit, I went to uh, La Salette um, and Key School. And then uh, we moved out to Bloomfield Hills out in... uh, in 1975, mm-hmm. when I was in third grade. Um, that's about it. That's, that's where I grew up. But what did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, like pie in the sky, I like, mean, oh, my dream. You know, I used to talk a lot of shit when I was a kid. I was a little guy. So <laughs> I kind of wanted to be a lawyer because my mouth was my weapon. Right. Well, it still is. I yeah. mean, everybody, everybody knows you got something to say and that you can argue with the best of them. So you wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, what did you end up pursuing through high school? Um, I don't know if you went to college. Like, Talk to me about your, your story in terms of um, what you decided to do with your profession. Right. So outside, uh, after high school, which was a rough road. Mm-hmm. Um, Why were you getting in trouble? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I... I uh, I went to Oakland Community College for lunch for two semesters. Yeah, for lunch. <laughs> uh, we went to Tally Hall, bounced around there. Whoever, anyone my age knows what Tally Hall is. Uh-huh. Um, after that, uh, my dad said that he's going to buy us a store, mm-hmm. which is uh, Who's us, what by the most way? Chaldeans do. Me and my brother, Jonathan Toma. Okay. Um, uh, we, we got it, and I wasn't too thrilled to be in the store business, my I, I said told my dad I'd give him five years and yeah. then I'm gonna I'm out. Yeah. And then so uh, twelve years later, um, <laughs> it's normally I how it works. Found myself uh, in the sto- in the store business still. Um, we had a little, you know, shake up at the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my my uh, my brothers were. Getting out of the store got dangerous. The neighborhood got really, really, really dangerous. There was some shootings and stuff like that. Right. Uh, holdups, arsons. It was it was a crazy time. That was that's something that like for me like I have a hard time with because I, I personally try not to 
Um, I, I try to empathize with, with everyone that says, oh, the store life, it sucks, and this and that. But in my head, I'm like, so many people came up. Like, we literally lifted our whole community oh, yeah. up off of it. But then I, I have to defer to the people in there who tell me, yeah, bro, you're not behind the bulletproof glass. You're not dealing with the shootings. You're not dealing with taking the bottles and having to go out and doing all that. So I definitely empathize with that, and I understand, you know, safety is a big part of life. Obviously, it's why you moved to, move, move to Bloomfield Hills, you know. It, it's it's uh, it's We were blessed as a community to uh, have the uh, store business as a springboard to launch into all these different careers and no career doubt. paths and, and business opportunities. So I, you know, I don't, I don't look at it as a negative. Yeah. I, I look at it as an experience and, and uh, a path building, you know, way of life for, for the Calding people. Um, so with all of the, the, the drama that was going on at the time, I was looking for a franchise opportunity to get, uh, to get my brothers out of the business and uh you know we were looking for you know some food food businesses and i stumbled on this uh this franchise opportunity called e-model okay and it was a modeling and acting company that uh that offered a franchise um so i looked at looked into it eventually they got into a couple smokers outlets each mm -hmm. and then uh so i i kind of uh dove into the fran the franchise opportunity. It was, like I said, it was a modeling company. Went down to Orlando, did a discovery day, met the people behind it. Uh, I wasn't too, I wasn't sold on it, but it was, you know, it was a, you know, I think it was a $12,000 opportunity plus, you know, your build out and all that stuff. So it wasn't all that expensive. I bought the franchise, the Detroit franchise, and we opened an office above, uh, the Bosco at the time, mm -hmm. but the Bosco wasn't built yet either. We were under construction at the same time. So that was, uh, it was in 2000, I think. Oh, wow. And so I sat on it for, for months and months and months and got, went back down to Orlando, you know, learn the, learn the business and then decide to, 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 uh, launch to dive it. in. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And ever since then, you've been rocking and rolling, huh? Yeah, it's been fun. It's fun ride. Talk to us a little bit about what you guys do at the 99 and everything that, uh, you know, you provide for prospective actors as well as people looking to get into commercials and modeling. Yeah, so it's a modeling and acting company. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's an easy way for somebody to get involved in the industry that doesn't know where to go, how to do it, what, to, what, what it's all about. So 99 uh, stands for the 99% of people that don't have a agent or agency representation oh damn so it's it's uh it's it's the unagency so we kind of took the the entire industry and turned it upside down and and put the power back into the people's hands it's like an anti-establishment unagency kind of absolutely spin on things absolutely and you're giving these people that don't have the agent who's calling and working for them uh to be their agency right yeah they'll they be their own yeah. You know, they, 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 they figure things out on their own. We give them all the tools, the resources. You know, it's 99 bucks to get started, and then it's 40 bucks a month. Start and stop whenever you want. That's awesome. So anyone that's interested in getting into that field, make sure you check them out and uh, give, them, them, uh, give them an opportunity. So um, keeping up with the Chaldeans, mm -hmm. uh, what inspired you to start this? When, how did you get the idea? Um, who gave you the name for it? I'm yeah. curious about all this all stuff. Right. <laughs> so we... Uh, we we were I, I was in the you know people business so yeah. I, I would help you know I, I was on the board of the Chaldean Chamber of Commerce early early on when AOL was around people would send an email without BCCing people blind copying right. they would just CC everybody 
So when the emails went out, I'd get an email from a Chaldean person, and the, the email would be a list of all of their contacts that they were trying to blast this message out to. <laughs> right. So I would pull, the, pull them, copy, paste them into a notepad, and then I just kept saving these things and saving them over time. And then I, and then I launched something called Chaldean Power. It was an email list of, uh, uh, of a bunch of Chaldeans all across America, yeah. mostly in the Detroit area. Me and uh, Nofal Akash took over Neptix for a little while, the ticket, Kelly and Ticket, mm -hmm. you know, company uh, launched by uh, Carlo and a couple other people. I can't, can't think of their names right now. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, so we, we had that list. So that, you know, the Chaldean Power, I created a Craigslist for Chaldeans, basically, yeah. is yeah. what it was. Um, and then I was on the Chamber of the Chaldean, uh, Ch Chamber of Commerce. I was on the board there. And then I was on the board of uh, the Shenandoah Country Club. And Junior Binu came to me and said, hey, I have an idea for you. Why don't you do a podcast about breaking the stereotype of, you know, Chaldeans being store owners, gas station owners, and liquor store owners? And I was like, that sounds a great idea. He's like, yeah, you do all this stuff anyway. You might as well launch this on. I said, I, well, I'm not going to do it alone. So get in that chair yeah and i'll get in this chair <laughs> yeah and we'll roll uh kind of we'll have those conversations yeah we'll have a conversation so he's like i'm not doing it i said well i'm not doing it without you so get your ass in the chair Literally. so he got in the chair we said this is what you know we 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 launched kind of a little promo said hey this is what our idea is this is what we're going to try to do this is what we're looking to do uh we're looking for a name so we put it out there you know give us a name so you know put put it in the profile da 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 Next thing you know, there was, you know, all these different names. And then uh, Darlene Salem Bahri yes. came up with Keeping the queen. Up with the Chaldeans. The yeah. queen. Yeah. Uh, definitely wanted to make sure. I knew the story. Just yeah. you guys know. I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that Lil G's mom, the goat herself, yeah. Miss Darlene, had a part to play. And um, just, uh, look, here at this company, like, we're all about empowering and, and shedding light on the people that have done big things and trying to give people opportunity and entertain at the same time. Sure thing. And, and I literally... I've said it before and I'll say it again, like you guys definitely inspired us to, to do our thing and giving back to the community and, and, and giving back to everybody um, really, really warms my heart. And, and ever since we've started, you have both, um, you in particular have been so awesome with your support and it really means Thank the world, you. the world to me. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the future um, for um, not only like modeling and, and entertainment in Detroit, but you know what you guys are doing and, and what we can do here in the city? Like, what do you think is next for Detroit as a whole? Um, not only just Chaldeans, but you know, just just the next step for us to take in terms of the the national scale. The uh, the industry itself. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I swear, it's it, it it's so unpredictable. You know, we had we had. Uh, you know, all that money was dumped into those studios and, you know, they were, it was booming around here. Yeah. It was, it was live as could be. It was great to be in Detroit. It was great to be in Birmingham. Great to be downtown. You know, they, they shot a bunch of yeah. different movies. And, and just for those of you who don't know, maybe some of our younger viewers, there were some big, big stars here. There was yeah. Mark Wahlberg, Gerard Butler. I mean, uh, 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 a lot. And yeah. I know I'm they were, they were everywhere, bit, but they were everywhere for yeah. sure. They, I mean, you just, you'd, you'd go to Ely's. In, yeah. in Detroit, I mean, I'm sorry, in Birmingham, you'd sit down and you'd be you'd be uh, sitting there with the uh, Ellen DeGeneres right. sitting there. With, yeah, it was crazy. At the same time, it's it was crazy. it was fun. It was a fun time. 
hopefully we can find a way back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the uh, politics. Yeah, for sure. But I don't um, know anyone that's going to dump the money they did to to uh, to launch those studios. Yeah. That, that they wasn't uh, wasn't it basically like all because of tax incentives at the time? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think it was a $50 million they were given out. Yeah. Um, and they just matched dollar for dollar for any one that you hired within the state. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so uh, we did. you did talk about political uh, uh, stuff, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, government stuff. One thing that I know about you is, is you're very outspoken about your beliefs. What gives you the courage to say how you feel about uh, you know what's going on in America right now, and what's happening with you know the way that certain groups are trying to indoctrinate you know our families and our kids with certain beliefs that we don't necessarily agree with. The courage comes from just, I mean, the God above, man. It's black and white. Things are right and things are wrong. For if sure. you want, if you want to, you know, have a certain sexual lifestyle, go ahead, have at it. You're a grown ass man or woman. Do your thing. Yeah. But, you know, leave the kids out of it. Um, when you bring the kids in, you bring the, the big guns out. That's mm-hmm. it. There's no, no one's going to stand for it. Um, it's, it's disgusting. Um, and I, and I, I, if I don't speak out, then, then who will? Yeah, you know? no, for sure. I, I, you know, we, we feel the same way in terms of your right to say what, however you feel. Um, we take our stance um, and we, you know, we, we make it clear how we feel. Um, Especially in today's day and age, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and we talked about how high school, public high schools, is way different than it was when we went. And oh, yeah. I went uh, just a little bit sooner than you went, a little yes. bit sooner than yes, you went. Yes. But even for me, I felt, you know, I felt like it was about school when I was in school. Yeah. And now it's not. You know, now uh, public school is about propaganda. Public school is about uh, 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 dogmas and indoctrination, and like that's why we see, you know, the private schools waiting list and, and mm-hmm. hard to get into and, and a b and c so um you know we, we we have to stand up for what we believe in and i give you a lot of credit for that because thank you not everybody will um so uh for um you know for you and in your family you're gonna plan on staying in michigan for a while right i am yeah yeah <laughs> i uh i, I know some people change florida. different things yeah i know some people like you know florida uh, california arizona there's a lot of options but yeah what makes you think that michigan is the place for you to, to spend the rest of your life with your family well it's uh it's it's where our community is the, mm-hmm. the majority of our community um it's it it's it is the place for me and my family currently yeah. if it keeps sliding off the cliff then i'll i'll bail too right yeah, no, it's uh, it's all of you know the whole the whole state community government. It's all of our responsibility to to uplift it. You yeah, know? Absolutely. And we know that you have your own investments here, so you believe in it. You know, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. And we all do, but it's on all of us to continue to invest in and and really really build it. Um, so me and you know each other from CFL. Yep. Yep. Which is, uh, in my opinion, the greatest sports league in the history of recreational leagues. Not to be confused with the Canadian Football League. <laughs> correct. Get correct. Those marshmallows over there. <laughs> correct. So, um, you've been in it for how many years now? When was it start? Do you know when it was started? I think it was started in like 1983. Golly. Um, uh, the Sarafas and the Jonas. Yep. Started it. Yep. They play. Uh, I think it was at Southfield High. Yep, yep. We and got uh, we had a, a Rena in um, and Yasmin on the show. You know, you I, don't, I think Big Mike was a part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mike was, Mike was shout out, shout out, Big Mike. One of the 
greatest dirty players in <laughs> CFL history. So what do you think made this league last for 40 years, 40 plus, and hopefully another 40? Um, legacy, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great league to be a part of. People are, uh, you know, committed and, and, and understand a brotherhood. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and it, and it, it really does. It brings... It brought the east side and the west side together. It For really sure. did. I yeah. mean, we would we would battle uh, back in the day at, uh, at uh, on the east side. What's it called? Uh, it was a DXXFL. Mm-hmm. We used to battle against the east siders, and we'd have a tackle game against you know seven mile against Bloomfield. Yeah, we, stop we, it. We did. We did. Oh my gosh! Man. And uh, Bruce Toma, my br- little brother, he actually uh, started a. a tackle Chaldean football league get out of here yeah we played for about I think six weeks we had a broken jaw broken shoulder broken ankles it was yeah I'd be be surprised if that wasn't the case it was a disaster it was a fact yeah I did not know that I did not know that so um I don't know any other league that can get grown men from ages 18 to 45 that are going to be there at 8.15, 9.30, and 10.45 yeah. on a Sunday morning. Um, but this is one of those things where you care. And, and I, what I love about it is you see these men, um, great men, bring their families. Yeah. And uh, it's it's indoctrin- indoctrinated. That's the type of indoctrination I'm all about, Absolutely. which is the family, the community coming together, which, hey, Sunday mornings, we're going to go watch dad. Yep. Playing the CFL, you yeah. know? Dad uh, or cousin, dad, uncle. Dad, cousin, uncle. And, and uh, there were some ants out there, too, for a while. They, there was the WCFL. That's right. Three or four years. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think Sky, Acho, uh, Jeddu? No. J. Joe now. J. Joe, J. Yep. Joe. Um, she, I think she won like three in a row. Yeah, yeah. She, and then she shut it down. That she family got some down. skills. Yeah. She dropped the mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's honestly, it's a beautiful thing. So um, uh, if you guys are watching, you're young kids, man, and, and, and you want to be a part of it. Uh, it's coming up. Look, as growing up watching it, a lot of people have felt, oh, politics, A, B, and C, but you just got to come and ball, period. They do. Uh, yeah, they if you do. come and ball, you'll get an opportunity. It's funny, like back in the day, we used to be uh, – there used to be like one token white boy that would be that would play quarterback <laughs> right, uh, right. for each team. Yes, and uh, you know there was uh, Ron Jonah would play quarterback, and then there was the rest of the quarterbacks were all white boys. Uh, we had Russ Smith, who uh, is now shout uh, out Russ. Yeah, we love you, buddy. Russ. Sure. Our official. Yes, yeah, he's official now. Um, but so there would be one on each team, and and we've probably we probably brought you know maybe twenty of them in the league. Yeah, uh, Russ is one that lasted a while. Uh, Jeff Bogdan lasted a while. Garrett lasted a while. Um, everyone else dropped off after like a few weeks yeah. or a, a, a season. Yeah. Russ is, Russ is Chaldean, man. He, yeah, yeah. he actually is Chaldean. And uh, every year, him and Steve, the, the, our officials, I ask Steve. him, I ask him every year, like, hey, what do we think about the Lions? And we every year we just say, yeah, we're excited, but like we're not. <laughs> We're not, not we're not counting. Our, yeah, we're not counting our eggs. You know, yeah. I, I wonder what they're going to say this year. But um, as the as the the OG quarterbacks are, you know, getting older, uh, I think it's important to get some of these younger guys 
under center in. I You're hope in. so. Uh, oh, at center? Oh, You're in. No, <laughs> under center. Under center. Hey, man. You're the QB. Give me an opportunity. No. The QB of the future. No, but whoever is my quarterback this year, I'm going to let you know, man. You need to tackle fly because they ain't expecting it. Now they there are. But <laughs> now they are. But uh, are they, you going to be out there this year? They run the wheel for you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put my name in the hat again, see yeah. if I get drafted. Yeah, see if you get drafted. Either way, I know you'll be on the sidelines oh, yeah. for a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on. Anything else you want to talk you. about before we take off? No, just. Um, much success to you. I hope this uh, takes off and even further than it already has. I mean, you, you've you've had a, a a great start. Thank you, brother. A great launch, and uh, you got great people behind the scenes Couldn't here. Couldn't be better, man. Couldn't um, be better. And I just I'm I hope it it goes everywhere you want it to. You're the man. Thank you. And Thank just you. so you know, me and Anthony are working on a couple things behind the scenes uh, for some month. Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm excited to share that with you down the road whenever it is. But I appreciate you coming by, man. Nothing but love. For sure. Um, everybody, make sure you follow Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. And if you are interested in acting and modeling, um, uh, inquire at the 99. And anything else you want to plug before you yeah, take off? Yeah, we want to plug uh, Cafe, Cafe Suco. Cafe Suco, of yep. course, In man, Birmingham, course. Uh, directly across the street from Lux. Yes. Um, come in for acai bowls, smoothies. And, smoothies, uh, they got great breakfast. Yes, smoothies sir. are unbelievable, man. Go check them out. I had it. I uh, plugged it a couple weeks on the story, but I'm going to tell you guys again, nice, clean, good food, and great people, too. It's always good to shop and, and to, to eat around people that have a great attitude. So that's something that a culture that you've you know built. There. And don't let uh, the episode of GOAT get you down <laughs> when you see Cafe Suco, when you see the crew roll into Cafe Suco. If, if, if anything, I think it'll let them know that you guys like to have fun. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there when we get there. Anthony, awesome. thank you so much for thank having you. me. Appreciate y'all. And I just got one thing left to say. Hey, we'll live.